All right. All right. Welcome everyone to Devori Darkens Live. Just getting my headphones on. Now, <clears throat> this podcast is all about helping you get what you want out of your life. And I always want to remind you of that. That this podcast is about you. And so what you put into this is what you're going to get out, obviously. And you've heard that a thousand times. Now, also, this is recorded. So let's say you're watching this on Facebook or uh, TikTok, because we're live on TikTok, and you want to go back and replay this for yourself, you can uh, by going over to the YouTube channel, okay? Uh, so you can find the recording there. Also, also, we've already announced, and we're going to announce it again, and I actually have one that i got to ship out here, but we've released the physical copy of the journal. Physical copies of these journals. I've been getting that all year long. Devorah, when are you going to release the physical copy of the journal? Well, it's here. It's here. And you guys can get your copy in the bio. Or if you're on YouTube, you'll have to hit the description below the video to get your copy. Also, <clears throat> uh, if you haven't joined the free community, you can. Uh, this is a community where... You know, I check in with everybody every day. I'm teaching people uh, how to live their purpose in life, uh, get what they want, change your mindset. So if you haven't joined that community, I highly recommend that you do. And again, you'll find that link in the bio as well. Now, what are we talking about today? What are we talking about today? Three life-changing lessons that I learned this year that I'm going to share with you today because that's what life really is. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. And the more we learn this lesson, uh, the more we're going to have an amazing life. And I really think in today's uh, time, uh, these lessons are so important. So important. Okay. Uh, and so I want to share these lessons with you today. Because if you're not learning anything and doing things in a different way, then you're not really changing, right? So my intention is that as I go through these lessons today, that some things will shift for you, that you will start to do things differently and actually set a clear intention uh, in the new year on what you want in your life. And these three lessons are going to help you. So I will be referencing multiple books as I go through these lessons because I also want to read from the book and then um, talk about it, okay? So uh, I highly recommend that you make a copy or a note on which book I'm talking about, what chapter, and what page, and go back and read it for yourself, okay? And so the first one I'm going to start with here is called The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Okay, and again, you can get this copy of this book in the YouTube description of this show today. And the reason why I'm going to share these three lessons with you guys and why I'm going to start with this one first is because everything that we're talking about on this show is all self-evident. The answer is inside of you. And the more you invest into yourself and understanding yourself, the more you can do in your life. That's the whole purpose of mindset, really, right? Is to change the way that you think so you can get to where you want to go. And so 
treat these lessons as an opportunity to do just that. Now, before I read from this book and tell you what the first lesson is, I just want to talk about one thing really quickly here. As we enter into this new year, the way you go about your practice, your personal development, your personal growth, whatever you call it, understand that the number one priority is application. So it doesn't mean anything for you to go out here and buy more knowledge if you're not going to do anything. And doing something isn't just, well, I'll just try this out for 30 days and see, and see what happens. No, doing something is like, hey, I'm going to make an irrevocable decision that I'm going to apply this concept into my life until it becomes a habit. Like that right there is where you're going to find a true transformation. And I have to remind people of that because we all are guilty, especially because of social media, that we're looking for the next shortcut. You're looking for the next opportunity. You're looking for the, the perfect tool or way to do something when really you are the best way. You just got to start doing the things you know you should be doing. And so as I go through these lessons, remember, these lessons won't mean anything to you if you don't take action on them, if you don't apply them, if you don't go back, read it for yourself, ask the question, how can I apply this into my life? a matter of fact, if you are a person who writes notes as I do my podcast, that is the question you should write down right now. How am I applying what I've learned? What steps are you taking today? What actions are you taking today to apply what you've learned so far? Because if you're not, you're just gathering more information. You're just gathering more information. And that's not going to help you, okay? There's plenty of people in the world who are highly educated as far as knowledge goes. They can tell you everything that the book is, is saying. They can recite the entire book. They can tell you all this stuff, but they're not doing anything. And so they don't get the results. Very powerful concept. I'm telling you, that's the biggest weakness in today's world. We've got this abundance of knowledge. We can access at our fingertips anytime that we want. But there is still a shortage of people actually doing what it is they should be doing. There's a shortage of people applying all this knowledge. So it's a gift and a curse, right? It's a gift that we got all this knowledge, but it's a curse because more knowledge for some people means less doing. And we know where that leads you. Anxiety, overwhelm, frustration, disappointment. So I wanted to make some time to carefully remind you. That I'm not doing this podcast to just give more information out. You can go see this information for yourself. The whole purpose of this podcast is to get you to do, get you to become, get you to change who you are inside. That's what's going to change what's happening on the outside. So let's get into these first lesson of the three and why it's so life-changing. Now, as I... um go through this, again, you could find a copy of these books uh, in my YouTube description. The first one I'm starting with is The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard, okay? And it's on page 16. Uh, it's in chapter three called Power of Assumption. And he starts off by saying, 
Man's chief delusion is his conviction that there are causes other than his own state of consciousness. All that befalls a man, all that is done by him, all that comes from him happens as a result of a state of consciousness. For example, rain falls as a result of a change in the temperature in the higher regions of the atmosphere. So, in like manner, a change of circumstance is only going to happen in your life when you change your state of consciousness. Now, if I was going to paraphrase that, I would just say, when you change your fundamental way of thinking, when you renew your mind, then the circumstances will change, right? And that's nothing new. I, you guys have heard that, right? That That's nothing new. The, usually the question is, well, how do I apply that, Debori? Well, that's the first lesson. How do you transform your mind? How do you renew your mind? How do you change your fundamental way of thinking? Because that's what's going to have to happen. This is why this lesson this year really opened my eyes to the way that I do things now and how I live. So he goes on to say, to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas. For you think from your ideas. All transformation begins with intense, burning desire to be transformed. The first step, and he gives it right here, the first step in the renewing of your mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. Now, this is speaking to self-awareness. So for some people out there, you're not ready to change. You're not ready. You're not there emotionally. You're still content with the results that you're getting. And you know what? That's okay because everybody is on their own journey. If you really think about it, like where you are now, somebody has already been. Where you are now, somebody will get there. Like everybody's on their own journey, right? And so this is not a judgment or a criticism thing. It's an awareness thing. I talked about this yesterday. You need to become aware of where you are so you know what steps to take towards where you want to go. Right. And right now, some people, you may not have a burning desire. You may be considering it. Uh, you may have some ideas, but you're really caught up in your life right now. And the repetition of me doing these shows for some people, it's the tipping point. They need to hear what I have to say in order to go from just being content to finally having a burning desire to transform themselves. And some of you guys, you already had that desire. So let's back up. To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. Your fundamental way of thinking, how you see the world, your attitude, your perception, it has to change if you're going to transform yourself. But your thinking cannot change unless you get new ideas because you think from the ideas that you have. Now, I'll give you guys a great example of this. An idea, okay, could either be in your conscious mind or your subconscious mind. For example, in your subconscious mind, you have ideas about how you feel about yourself. An idea could be that, you know, you're not smart. That is an idea. An idea that forms a perception and an emotion towards yourself. That's an idea. An idea could be that, you know what, life is always getting better for me. That's an idea that you can have in your subconscious mind that you believe. 
Uh, other people may have ideas that, you know, life's too hard. It sucks. That's an idea. We think from the ideas that we have in our subconscious mind. So the thinking that we're doing every day happens because of what's in our subconscious mind. It's what we are attracted to. So for example, if you have these negative ideas in your subconscious mind, what type of thought patterns are you going to attract to yourself? What type of thought patterns are you going to create? You're going to create thought patterns. You're going to attract thought patterns that are in harmony with the ideas in your subconscious mind. That's why you have to have a burning desire to get in control of yourself because it's a challenge. I believe it's the hardest work a person's going to have to do. It's not a physical thing. That's not the hardest thing. The hardest thing is mentally. Is getting in control of yourself. And you're not going to do that if you don't have a burning desire to do that in the first place. If you don't really want to. Like emotionally. Logically, you, you're you going to say, oh yeah, that makes sense, Devor, yeah. But emotionally, how do you feel about that? Do you feel driven to do that? Do you feel motivated to do that? Do you feel inspired? You're only going to feel those emotions when you have a burning desire because you want something different in your life. That's why I said all transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. So this lesson so far is what and how does it how, how is this life changing? Because most people are fooling themselves. You say you want X, but you're not backing that up with any action. That shows that you're not emotionally involved. That shows that you really don't have a burning desire. Right? Not, not at the level that you need it to be at. And so you've got to feed this desire. And you can only feed this desire when you feed it new ideas. New ideas. Let me give you an idea that's, that's in, uh, further in the book on page 102. Where he says that the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. That right there is an idea. And if you were to sit down every single day and read that idea to yourself, what are you doing? You are feeding your subconscious mind this idea that you got to feel natural about what you want. And the repetition of that, the emotional involvement in this idea alone is going to make a shift for you. And it's going to help you feed the burning desire of being transformed. I hope that's not uh, too simple to understand, if that makes any sense. Sometimes things are so simple, we can't grasp it at times. But it really is that simple. The ideas that we permit to dominate our mind will control our emotional state. Our emotional state will control the behaviors that we have. So what is the dominating thoughts that you're allowing to take up space in your conscious mind? Because those dominating thoughts will reach your subconscious mind and alter and control how you feel. And how you feel will dictate how you behave. And those feelings and those behaviors are what? The law of cause and effect. What you put out is what you get back.
So when the author in the beginning of the book stated to be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. He's given us the root cause. He's telling us, hey, if you're going to truly experience transformation in your life, you've got to change the dominating thoughts that you have in your conscious mind. You've got to take control and focus on what you want. Now, are you always going to do that 24-7? No. Are there going to be some days where you just suck at that? Absolutely. But can you get better at it? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And it gets easier in time. Listen, for the rest of your life, there's a duality. You're always going to have the negative thoughts. That's not going anywhere. It's your response to the negative thoughts that make the difference. And here's the deal. You can't respond accordingly to your own negative thinking if you don't have new ideas that is giving you understanding of how to respond in the first place. That's what we were talking about yesterday is awareness is power. If you're not aware of what's going on in your mind, how do you know how to respond? For the parents who are watching, if you're on your second child or third child, you know what you have that you didn't have on your first child? Awareness. You know what is a serious deal. You know what is not a big deal. You know how to respond differently because you now have that experience. The repetition of having to raise the first child taught you what to do and what not to do. And that awareness is with you on the second child. So you treat the second child differently. Then when you have the third child, you definitely treat them differently. That's why it doesn't matter if we have the same parents. If you are born at different periods of time, you're going to get a different parenting every single time. Because the awareness of the parents has changed. Why? Because the parents got new ideas. They got new ideas when they were parenting their first child. They realized, oh, yeah, we need to do that better. We should, we should have done this differently. Especially when things come back to bite them in the ass, they realize, oh, okay, yeah, this is the way we need to do it next time. Right? We think from the ideas that we have. So you got to get new ideas. And one of the ideas I just gave you as an example is that if you truly are going to get what you want in your life, you got to feel natural about it. Because the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. When someone says, well, where, where is it at? Why hasn't it happened? I've been putting in all this work. I thought I was, this was going to happen right now and it didn't. It fell through. What's going on? If it really felt natural for you, you that wouldn't even be your response. That's the point that he's making. That is just one idea of many ideas throughout this book. That's the power of reading a book. A book gives you multiple ideas on how to improve the quality of your life. The problem is, is in the application of the ideas that we get. You get the idea consciously. But are you getting the idea subconsciously, emotionally? Are you applying that idea into your behavior and to your personality? That's where you're going to see the transformation. Because remember, we think from the ideas that we have. And the ideas that we're thinking from are the ideas in our subconscious mind. The subconscious mind controls your vibration. It controls the way that you feel. 
And so the way that you feel is an energy that is beaming off of you. And as a result, it attracts thoughts. It attracts circumstances. It attracts people, opportunities, lack of opportunities. That's what happens. So we have to understand that it's not the ideas in our conscious mind that are really the issue. It's the ideas in our subconscious mind that are the issue that need to be replaced. And they become replaced or we replace them by getting new ideas to replace it with. I know. Simple, right? I make it sound very simple because it is simple. If you were to look at your mind as a garden, it's simple. It works in the same way. Your job is to plant a seed, but you got to plant a seed and fertilize soil. And then you got to water that seed every day, not once a week, not once a month, every day. You got to make sure that that seed is getting the proper sun exposure environment, people. You got to make sure that you're protecting your garden from rodents and insects. That's the negative people in your life. That's your environment again. That's how you spend your time on social media. Are you protecting your mind from data and movies and media and, and all this stuff going on that really deflates your vibration or doesn't make you feel inspired? All right, your mind is a garden. It really is. And if we're going to get rid of the weeds and the poisonous plants, well, we got to bring new plants in. Right? We, we got to bring new soil in. That's what we're talking about in this very first lesson. To transform yourself is a simple process. That doesn't mean it's always easy. That doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow night. But it does mean that it can happen. And that's the thing you just need to accept. It can happen. It is possible for you. A lot of people walk around thinking, what's not possible? That's just straight up ignorance. All things are possible for the person who believes. And to believe, you got to open your mind. You got to open your mind to the idea that what I'm reading could change your life. And if you can open your mind to that, you may just start to believe in that. So that's the first lesson is, listen, you're going to transform in 2023. Not only do you need to get new ideas, but you need to apply them. And you need to treat that idea like it's a seed in a garden. And the objective is to plant that seed in your subconscious mind and to water that seed with repetition. And the more you water it, the more you protect it, the more it's going to grow. And in time, you will be able to harvest the fruits of that seed. And I say this one time, but I recommend you go back and replay this countless times until it's burned in your mind that you're going to keep showing up every single day for yourself and watering that seed. And no one and nothing is going to stop you. What did he say? He said the first step in the renewing of the mind is desire. You must want to be different before you can begin to change yourself. You must want to be different. If your assumption is persisted in until it becomes your dominated feeling, the achievement of what you want is inevitable. 
which is why later in the book I read to you about that it has to feel natural. The only way it's going to feel natural is through the repetition of you focusing on what you want. Seeing yourself having it, using your imagination. And for some of us, we've never done this before. We are not used to using our imagination. Doesn't matter. You can start today. You could start small. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently feeling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Progress that you seek can only spring from your imagination. Why is that? Because every time you go to visualize what you want, you are impressing that visualization upon your subconscious mind. The repetition of doing that will alter the way that you feel and will alter your behavior. That's the way that it works. Now, listen, you don't have to take my word for it. I challenge you to go, so, go in your life, go in your network, reach out to somebody that you know is highly successful at what they do. This might mean maybe your uncle is very successful at real estate, one of the best. Maybe you've got an aunt who's an amazing attorney, very successful. Maybe you got a friend who is a successful engineer, works for one of the top 500 companies. Go to that person, sit down and ask them, how do you think about what you're successful in? I guarantee they're going to tell you exactly what I just told you. They're going to tell you that the only thing that's dominating their mind is success, that they don't see failure. They're not focusing on doubts and worries and why it can't happen. They see what they want. I really challenge you to go do this. Don't take it from me. Go do your own research. Go do the research with people who are alive today that you have a connection with. They will tell you the same thing. All they see in their mind is the end result of what they want. Ask them, hey, how much time are you spending thinking about what you don't want as it pertains to what you're successful in? They'll tell you never, hardly. Like if you really sit down and talk to someone who, again, let's say your uncle is successful at real estate, I guarantee he will say the words, yeah, when it comes to real estate, all I focus on is the successful uh, deals. All I, all I focus on are, are the opportunities. That's all I see. Like he's going to look at you like you asked him a stupid question because he can't comprehend thinking any other way. Because that's what he's done. That's what he has allowed to dominate his mind. So don't don't take my word for it. Do your own research. I guarantee you'll come back and you'll say, Devori, you're dead on, man. That's exactly how they think. And guess what? You've done this yourself because you're no different than your uncle, your aunt or anybody else, you know, who is successful. We all have the same mind. You've done this already. Now, you may not know or you may not have known in that time that's what you were doing, but that is what you do. That is what you've done. It's just about being more intentional and applying it in your life on a more consistent basis towards what you truly want. That's what it is. So you got to get new ideas. You got to apply those ideas. You got to get emotion involved in them. Again, this is from the power of awareness. Okay. From Neville Goddard. You guys can get this copy in my YouTube description. And um, 
study it, apply it. This is the book that I keep on my desk open because, listen, these books I'm sharing with you, you don't even need to read the entire book. You really don't. If you were to just read one page over and over and over again, you will transform. You will get better. You will change something in your behavior. Your level of understanding is going to go up. It's called repetition. It's the key to learning anything. But what really puts the icing on the cake is you applying what you are reading with repetition. And the more you reread it over and over and over again, the more you're likely to apply it in the first place. But if you're only going to read something one time, what's the likelihood of you actually developing a habit around it? Very slim. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So that book that I was just reading, The Power of Awareness, the author is Neville Goddard. Go to the YouTube description and you can hit the link there to go to the direct copy of this book. Okay. All right. What's the second lesson? Well, the second lesson is from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it's a lesson that uh, you guys have heard me teach on this lesson time and time again. Nothing's new. But this lesson really opened my eyes this year and really caused me to question my own belief. It actually helped me call myself out on my level of belief in myself and what I'm trying to accomplish, what I want to accomplish. It really opened my eyes to that. And I'm telling you, these authors, like if, you, if, you're, if you're not waking up in the morning feeling inspired about being alive during this period of time, I don't know what you're doing. This period of time is the best time to be alive because we have access to information that is life-changing. All you have to do is apply it. That's all you have to do. You don't have to go fight for it. You don't have to go protest for it, right? You don't have to be born in a rich family to get it. You've got it already, but you've got to apply it. And to apply it really takes this current lesson right here. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. This is on page 65 of this particular copy of this book, Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. Now, I have... It's called the original classic. So there's multiple different versions of this book that's out there. I, I don't really believe it matters what version you get, by the way. Um, but the point is this. Uh, if you want to get this exact one, you'd have to go to my YouTube description to get it. Now, let's back up here. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. Now, the best way that I can get you to understand this is think about the people who go to church. Every Sunday, they go to church. 
Now, I grew up where I had to go to church on Sunday. I had to go to church on Monday. I had to go to church on Tuesday. I went to church on Wednesday. I went to church on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That was my life for a bit. That was when I was living in Texas. I was in the choir. I was in the youth group. I was in the uh, volunteering group. You name it. Whatever group they had going on every single day, I was there. Not by choice, by the way. And one of the biggest things that I remember is that a lot of people who sit and pray, they are wishing, but not getting ready to receive what they're, what they're praying for. So you may be sitting there in your life right now asking for better. You want better. But what are you doing to receive better? Because God's not going to do the work for you, by the way. That's why the quote where it says nobody's coming to save you is so true. Nobody's going to come into your house and make you get up and do the things you know you should be doing. Only you can do that for yourself. And you're not ready for what you want if you're not getting up and showing up in your life that way. Like if you're not showing up for yourself every day and doing the hard things, doing the daily disciplines, doing the things that are uncomfortable, then what are you telling God? You're telling them that you're not ready. Why? Because no one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. If you truly believe that you can have what you wanted, you do whatever it takes. You would. That's why it says in the first lesson was you got to have a burning desire. You have to want it. When you truly want something emotionally, you believe that it can happen. If you didn't believe it could happen, you wouldn't be emotionally involved. Belief is in the subconscious mind. Belief is part of your emotions. If you really believe in something, you will feel that way. And your behavior will show that. That's why there's been a lot of times, probably over the past year, where you said, oh yeah, I believe I can do that, and then you didn't do anything. It's because if you truly believed uh, in your subconscious mind, you would do something about it. That's why he says, your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. That's why I said, I use the religion analogy because people are praying to their God, but they're not putting themselves in position to receive what they're praying for. They're not doing the work. It's like, God, please uh, improve my health. Help me have better health. But I keep going to McDonald's every day. Now, I know that's a silly example, but that's what people do. They'll go to church on Sunday. They'll drop down to their knees. They'll may even cry. They say, please, change this about my life. But Monday through Saturday, they don't take any actions. So nothing ever changes. Why? Well, their state of mind isn't belief. They're just hoping and wishing. And part of the biggest reason why people are stuck in just hoping and wishing and not believing is what he says next. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. These individuals are not open-minded enough to change their behavior. They leave church and they say, well, you know, I know I said all that, but 
I, I'm not going to. I'm going to keep going to McDonald's. I'm going to keep hanging around the negative people. I'm going to keep Netflix in it. I'm going to keep scrolling on TikTok all day long. I'm going to keep being my biggest hater. Like they're closed minded to doing things differently. But open mindedness is essential for belief because closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. So those individuals who are closed minded, that's why they have no faith. That's why they have no courage. And that's why they don't believe. Because they're closed minded. That's why there is a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive it. You got to truly ask yourself, are you ready for what you want? What does your behavior say? How are you showing up in your life? Because you're not going to get what you want if you're not ready for it. And you're not ready for it if you don't believe. So are you open-minded enough to alter the way that you're living your life right now? Because if you're continuing to do what you've been doing, you'll continue to get the results you've been getting. So you've got to change the way that you're doing things. Right? You've got to change who you are inside. Right? This is an inside job. Are you open-minded? Are you open-minded enough to do that? Some people they're not ready to face the music on that. They don't want to, they don't want to uh, open their mind to different possibilities because then it means what? They're going to change their routine. They're going to step outside the comfort zone. And a lot of people are resistant towards change. They don't want to change. They want the results. They just don't want to pay the price for it. Well, that's a big contradiction. Let's read this again. There's a difference between wishing for what you want and being ready to receive it. You're not ready for what you want until you believe you can acquire it. Your state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish, which is why open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, or belief. I'm telling you, this lesson opened my eyes to just really asking myself one question. Do I really believe? Or am I just running my mouth? Am I just talking shit? Or am I doing something about it? Plenty of talkers in the world. But what are they doing? You want to show people that you're going somewhere? You want to prove something to people? Don't prove it with what you say. You prove, you prove it by what you do. Right. That's the thing about social media. Uh, it doesn't take long to find someone on social media who's running their mouth. But then when you meet them in person, you find out they're not doing anything. There's a lot of people out there like that. They are frauds. They're scamming themselves. When you don't believe and you're closed minded, you are a scammer. You are scamming yourself out of your dreams, your purpose in life. And so you're sitting there wondering, why am I not getting what I want in life? Why am I not receiving these things? They told me if I do this, I'll get that. Because you're not a true believer in yourself. 
and the power that you possess and the way this world works. So what happens? It doesn't take much to impact your faith or courage. You want to know if you truly believe in yourself. How do you respond or how did you respond to your last failure? I'll tell you everything right there. The last time you failed at something, what was your response? Did you become your biggest hater and quit? Or did you keep going? That's all we have to do is look at our results, look at our behavior, and that tells a story. It tells a story. I can't tell you how many times I met somebody who was an inspiring entrepreneur. They would have an amazing business idea, but because they don't believe, they're never going to do it. They don't believe. They actually don't believe that it's possible for them to succeed in that business idea. They're closed-minded. So you got to ask yourself, like I did for me this year, this entire year, I kept asking, do I really believe? What, is, what, is, what does my behavior say? What am I doing every day? What is my lifestyle? Do I truly believe? And if you start asking yourself those questions, you can hold yourself accountable to finally applying and doing what you said you're going to do and developing that belief. Now, he capped this lesson off on this. He said, remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life. To demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. The same energy that it's going to take you to show up in your life different and live the life that you want is the same energy that it will take for you to live a miserable and a life of poverty. It's the same amount of energy. Now, I may argue, I think it's more energy to be negative. I really believe it is. Because you drain yourself. When you're not truly going after what you want in your life, you feel drained. You feel unmotivated. Your health goes in the crap, right? Uh, that doesn't feel good. And I just believe that takes more energy out of you. So, you know, that would be my opinion. But Napoleon Hill is saying here, remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. So what are you going to do? Are you going to keep wishing and hoping or are you going to actually believe in yourself and go do something different this year or this upcoming year? Now, this was on page 65, Think and Go Rich. And it's about the power of belief. The power of belief. Lesson number one was about the power of getting the right ideas and applying them, internalizing them. Um, lesson number two here is about actually believing being open-minded enough to know that, listen, you don't know what you don't know. So you might as well open your mind to doing things in a different way so you can get a different result. You can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. I can't even keep, I can't keep doing the same things I've been doing. Even I have to change. And I'm the person coaching, mentoring, and teaching this stuff. 
Even I know I have to change. I can't do what I did this year, next year. I got to do things at a higher level. I got to be better. I got to continue to change who I am inside to get to where I want to go. It's the same thing for you. But you got to be open-minded enough for that. You're not open-minded enough for that. Well, then uh, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. So that's lesson number two. Now, before I get to lesson number three, I am going to continue to bring up the fact that we now have these physical journals for sale. Why? Because with repetition, you guys kept asking me, when are you going to sell the physical journal? So with repetition, I'm going to remind you that you can finally buy the physical journal. And that's what this is right here for people who are on TikTok. Now, what is this journal? Maybe you're new and you don't know what it's all about. Well, this is the journal that I use every day where I write down my purpose, my goal, the person I'm becoming, uh, the actions I'm going to take tomorrow, my gratitude list. And then there's a reminder to do a visualization session below on the second page. And it's, and it's a repetition of me writing this out every day that truly keeps me focused and on track. It's the power of writing things down that builds what? The neural pathways in your brain. The more you give energy to what you're writing down, the more you focus on it, the more you internalize it. And you guys know what the rest of the story will be. You will actually do something about it. Now, lesson number three. Lesson number three. This comes from the book called The Science of Getting Rich. Written by Wallace D. Waddles in 1903, by the way. 1903. Now, listen. Let's clarify something. What does it mean to be rich? It means to get the things that you want in your life. Each of us, we all have a right to be rich. It is so necessary for us to do this because it will give us our fullest mental, spiritual, and physical unfolding. See, when you become rich in your relationships, how big of an impact will you truly make on other people? When you become rich at what you do, your own craft, your career or business, how much of a big impact are you going to make on other people? How much more fulfillment will you experience? And happiness. When you become rich in your health, how will you show up physically every day? What will your energy levels be like? That's what he's saying. So now that I clarify that, let's go to the actual lesson. Because you got to understand what it means to be, what it means to uh, become rich in your life. Now this lesson really, I believe, um, sums up the first two lessons. I think that uh, the first two lessons we went over today, if you're going to be able to take those two lessons and truly apply them in your life, this is the lesson that's really going to make it happen for you. Like if you can really accept this lesson I'm going to go over right now, you are going to be one unstoppable person. You really are. And again, before I get into it, 
do your own research. As I go through this lesson, reach out to the successful people you know and ask them questions that are in alignment with the lesson I'm about to get into right now. And I guarantee they will confirm what I'm going over right here. Now, this is in, uh, this would be considered chapter, well, it actually depends on what version you have, by the way, but the chapter is called The First Principle in the Science of Getting Rich. Okay? That's what it is. Now, listen to this. He says that I have said that an individual gets rich by doing things in a certain way. In order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Your way of doing things is the direct result of the way that you think about things. Now, paraphrase another way. To get rich, you, get, you have to do things in a certain way. You have to. And then he goes on to say this. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think means that you are going to think your own truth regardless of appearances. Now let's back up. He says, I have said that an individual gets rich by doing things in a certain way. For example, you do not become rich by doing certain things. You become rich by doing things in a certain way. How do you show up in your life? That's the bottom line. How do you feel about what you're doing every day? Are you becoming the best at what you do? That's doing things in a certain way. Majority of people are average at best. They don't, they don't ever go the extra mile. They just do the bare minimum. We used to talk about this in the military. We knew the soldiers who were doing the bare minimum. We knew it. And we always knew the soldiers who were going the extra mile. And the results always tell the story. And when it comes time for a promotion, what happens? Most of the average people, they don't get promoted. The people who went the extra mile, who showed up every day, who took their job seriously, those are the people who advanced. And it's the same thing for you in your own life. If you're half-assing everything, I don't know why you have any expectation to succeed. You won't. All right, what you put out is what you get back. So if you're doing things in a certain way by showing up different and having the right energy behind what you do and being and and just being that person that says, "Hey, when when I show up, I'm going to give everything I got." Are you doing that? And I'm going to give you a practical way to do this too, by the way because it's later in the book. So he goes on to say, in order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Remember, if you're going to transform the way that you think, you need new ideas, which is why I'm giving you three ideas today, three lessons that will help you change the way that you think. And if you change the way that you think, you change the way that you feel, you change the way that you act, you change what you attract. In order to do so, you must become able to think in a certain way. Your way of doing things is the direct result, not indirect, is the direct result 
of the way you think about things. How do you see the world? How do you see yourself? What's your attitude towards the world? This is why I said in this lesson number two, you know you believe when you hit failure and you keep going. But if you hit failure and you quit, you're not looking at things the right way. That's why you quit, because you're not you don't have the right point of view. Your perception is flawed. So you got to go get better information. You got to go get a different level of understanding to alter your perception of the way that you see things. And by the way, you didn't create this perception. Your parents did that for you. Your environment did that for you. To do things in a way you want to do them. To get what you want in your life. To get to where you want to go. You will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. You will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. I know for a fact you do not want to wake up in the morning and think negative thoughts all day long. You don't want to do that. I know you don't want to do that. I know you don't want to think negative thoughts about your children, about your spouse, about your job, your business, yourself. You don't want to do any of that because you know when you go down that road, what happens? It doesn't feel good. Your behavior changes. You get bad results. You don't want to think that way. This is why he's saying you have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. The way you want to think is focusing on seeing yourself having what it is that you want in your life. The way you want to think is focusing on the good things that are happening. What you want to think is about your purpose and what you're doing about it. And showing up every day and giving the best part of you. Which is why he says this is the first step towards getting rich. And remember, getting rich means what? Getting what you want in the different areas of your life. To think what you want to think. Now, he's given us everything that we need. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. To think truth regardless of appearances. The appearances may say what? Well, your health is poor. And if you allow that to dominate your mind, then your health will stay poor. But if you start to think instead of that and start to say, well, you know what? I'm healthy. I'm getting healthier. I see myself becoming healthy. And you keep holding that in your mind. Remember, the thoughts that you permit to dominate your mind, those are the ideas that reach your subconscious mind and change your behavior. So remember, it goes back to your mind is a garden. You got to plant the seed of what you want. By focusing on what you want, imagining what you want, picturing what you want, and you don't do it just one time. Again, do your own research. Go out there, connect with someone that you can't connect with. It may be a family member, maybe a friend, a colleague who has experienced a high level of success at whatever it is that they do. I guarantee they are thinking their own truth regardless of appearances. The, appearance, the appearances may say right now, we're in a recession. 
I guarantee that individual is not thinking about that. They're thinking about what they want to think. They're thinking about the opportunity. They're thinking about, okay, well, what can I do? They're not thinking about what they can't do. They're not allowing the appearances to dictate what they're going to focus on. In other words, they're not thinking in reverse, where you allow your results to control what you think about every day. It's almost like a mental disease in a sense, where if you're sitting there allowing what has happened in the past to dominate your mind, you're locking yourself in a mental prison. You, you're closed-minded. See, to think your own truth, regardless of appearances, you got to be open-minded. You got to say, hey, I know they say there's a recession. I know they say there's inflation. I know people are getting laid off. I know there's so much uncertainty. But what has that got to do with me focusing on what I want? What has that got to do with me going out there and doing what I want? That's thinking your own truth. Remember, and we'll back up and say this again. To do things in the way that you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Regardless of appearances. I'm telling you, successful people do this better than anybody. They all, just like unsuccessful people, don't want to do things that are uncomfortable. But they do them because they have a burning desire to be transformed. They have a burning desire for what they want. They are open-minded enough to say, you know what? If this is what I got to do, this is what I got to do. And they do that because they're thinking their own truth regardless of the appearances. So the appearances may say, hey, you know what? Looks like uh, things are going bad. The appearances may say, it looks like my children, you know what? They, they just don't listen. They're, they are failing in school. That's the appearances. But are you going to allow that to dominate your mind and become the truth? Because once you do, that means you've given up your power. That means you have allowed the result to dominate your mind and be in control of you. You just cannot do it. There is no other way around success. This is the way. The way to success is to focus on what you want and do something about it every single day until you get there. It's that simple. But you won't be able to stick it through if you are allowing the appearances to control you. Remember, there's something called the law of polarity. There is an opposite to everything that is happening. There is always something good and there's always something bad. So when the appearances in your life show up and you're like, oh my God, what is going on? Right there in that moment, you have an opportunity to think your own truth by focusing on what is good. What is the opportunity? What is the lesson? That is a choice. And you will never make that choice if you're closed-minded. And you'll stay closed-minded if you don't have a burning desire to be transformed. That's why these three lessons are so powerful. 
Listen, you have the natural and inherent power to think what you want to think. So don't for a second think that, oh my God, I can't do this. Yes, you can. But it does require far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. To think according to the appearances in your life is easy. To think truth regardless of appearances is a challenge. It is. That's why being successful is really uncommon. If you were to really think about it, if you took a step back and you did the survey and you polled everybody and you checked in on everybody's results, it's uncommon to be successful. It's more common to be unsuccessful. It really is. It's common to conform to what everybody else is doing. It's common to succumb to the appearances, the results, whatever is going on in the outside world. It's easy to do that. That's why when you have a burning desire emotionally that you want something and it's stronger than conforming, it's stronger than settling, it's stronger than just succumbing to your results, you'll get to where you want to go. You'll do what's required. Emotional involvement, that is really the key here, folks. That is really the key. Because there is no labor labor from which most people will shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. Listen, you have a mental faculty called the will, your ability to focus. If I asked you right now to just picture one thing that you want to happen in 2023, just picture it. What's one thing, one outcome? I want you to picture it. I'm picturing mine right now as I'm talking. I could see it in my mind right now. Can you see yours? Can you see the outcome that you want in your mind right now? Can you see it? Now, as you see it, can you keep holding it? Can you keep holding it in your mind? Can you keep replaying it in your mind? Are you still seeing it? We're like 20 seconds in, right? It goes in and out, right? It's going in and out. You see it and then it goes away. Then you see it and then it goes away, right? You got to keep holding it. Like literally that's what it is. I'm telling you, go do your own research. Go reach out to the successful people. This is what they do. They hold the image of what they want in their mind over and over and over again, all day long, every day, whatever they're doing. That's in their mind. And if you want to play percentages, you know, I would, I would estimate based on myself and others that I've spoken with about this, that maybe 5%, maybe 10%, they may have some negative thoughts, but at least 90% of what they're doing, they're seeing success in their mind. That's all they see. Guys, I'm telling you, exactly what it is it doesn't take special tools it doesn't take crazy techniques it doesn't take a thousand books to get this all you got to do is take the image of which i asked you to just visualize and practice holding that image in your mind just practice it every day just keep practicing I'm still going to go through this show. My challenge to you as I go through the rest of this show is to keep playing the image in your mind. Keep going back to it. That's why he said, 
There is no labor from which most people will shrink, as they do, from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. This is especially true when truth is contrary to appearances. When that image in your mind is opposite of what you see in this physical world, oh yeah, it's a challenge. That's why you have to have a burning desire to do this in the first place. Every appearance in the visible world, and he's telling us why this happens, every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding thought in the mind. And this can only be prevented by holding the thought of your own truth. Meaning holding the picture in your mind. Are you still seeing it? Bring the picture back up in your mind. See the outcome that you want. Do you see it again? Do you see it in your mind? Do you see it? You got to keep holding it as we go through this. And I'll check in with you guys towards the end of the show. But keep holding the picture of what you want in your mind. I'm going to keep doing it myself. So he gives us another example on how to actually do things in a certain way. And if we were to fast forward later in the book, it would be uh, technically chapter 14 called the impression of increase. Increase is what all men and all women are always seeking. They are seeking to express themselves and to experience more of life. Every living thing in the universe is looking for continuous advancement. And what this truly means to you is that every time you come into contact with somebody, that you make them feel better because they came into contact with you. You leave them better off than you found them. This is doing things in a certain way. Think about it. Everyone who's listening, you've had multiple managers, multiple leaders, multiple bosses. I can guarantee you've had someone who was in charge of you who did everything a manager is supposed to do, but when you talked to them and you left the conversation, you never felt inspired. You never felt empowered. You never felt that, you know what, I should go the extra mile. Then you had somebody who, when you spoke with them and you left the conversation, you felt like, man, I'm ready to tackle the world. I'm ready to go make some things happen. That person that made you feel that way, they're giving you increase. They are making you see the greatness that you have in yourself. That is doing things in a certain way. Same, man, same job, two managers, same employee, telling them the same thing, but one is doing it in a certain way and the other one is not. Who do you think is going to be more successful? Who do you think is going to have a bigger influence on others? This is where emotional intelligence really is, is center stage. Like you want to do things in a certain way, you got to get in charge of your emotions. You got to have self-control of yourself. Uh, you you got to have self-control. That way, when you come into contact with people, you can leave them better off than you found them. Doing things in a certain way. Remember, that's you thinking your own truth, regardless of the appearances. Somebody makes a mistake, that's an appearance. But what's the truth? Is the truth that they are no good and they're worthless? Is that the truth? Or is the truth is they're still learning? They just don't understand yet. They still need someone to support them, get someone to, to help them see that they can do this. That's thinking your own truth regardless of appearances. That's doing things in a certain way. We all have had that school teacher, maybe in elementary or high school, 
where you knew they brought it to the classroom every single day. When they walked into that classroom, they put everything they had into you. You know that. You've had a teacher like that. Then you've also had a teacher, they could care less about you. Same job, same responsibility. Maybe even with teaching the same subject, but one was doing things in a certain way. And I guarantee the teacher who was doing things in a certain way has been remembered, is a permanent memory in your mind that you'll never forget what they've done for you. And if you were to see them again, I guarantee the first words out of your mouth is going to be so-and-so, thank you so much for what you did. Doing things in a certain way. How do you make people feel? That's what they remember. Some of you guys, you wake up in the morning and you want to go on social media and spew hate. That's pure ignorance. If you're telling me in 2022, you have time to go on social media and leave negative comments on other people's posts, I actually pity you because you're spending all that time thinking you can hurt somebody else when really you're just hurting yourself. That's what you're truly doing. And that means you're not doing things in a certain way. What you're doing is you're allowing the appearances to control you. So you're out of control. Listen, let me read it one more time. Let me read it one more time to you. To do things in a way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. To hold the truth in your mind. To keep replaying the image in your mind of what you want. Are you still picturing it? Or did it already go away? Go back to it. Go back to the outcome that you want. Go back to it. See yourself experiencing it. See it happening in your mind. Play the movie. Listen. You are a director and the actor at the same time. You got to direct the movie that's playing in your mind. And you got to be the star player in that movie. Like that's what you should be doing all day long is directing the movie in your mind. The movie becomes the life that you end up experiencing. So are you playing the movie of just straight up negativity, mediocrity, misery, poverty, or are you playing the movie of abundance, love, gratitude, inspiration? Choice is yours. The choice is yours. So we went through these three lessons that have made a huge impact on me. That lesson right there, I can't tell you guys, I'm still working on that lesson every single day. Holding the truth in my mind regardless of appearances. Regardless of the appearances. Holding the truth in my mind regardless of the appearances. And you've got to take control. You cannot allow, you just can't do it. You cannot allow what's happening on the outside to control what's happening to you on the inside. Every time you do, you lose. Every time. You just cannot do it. This has got to be an irrevocable decision for you. This has got to be a way of life. You are not going to allow what's happening on the outside, what other people are saying, what other people are doing, what the news is saying is going to happen. You can't allow any of that to control what's happening inside of you. You are in control of you. 
You've got to take control. And you take control by practicing, focusing on your own truth, regardless of the appearances. Practice is the key word. You got to practice every single day. Remember, a director practices. The actor will practice. The athlete will practice. The attorney will practice. The doctor will practice. These specialized fields that are paid a lot of money, they practice their craft. The question is, is are you practicing the life that you want to live? That's what these three lessons will help you do. You practice by getting the ideas to practice with, right? To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. But your thoughts cannot change unless you get new ideas because you think from the ideas that you have. So you got to go out there and keep getting the ideas. You got to keep feeding your mind the food that it needs to thrive. You got to get out of this survival mentality. And for some of us, that's a challenge. Why? Because you've been surviving your entire life. You've been trying to hustle and grind it out your entire life. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can be a thriver. You can be a winner. You can be a creator. But you've got to think like that. you got to kill this old way off of thinking. And truly commit yourself to the process of practicing thinking this way. Acting this way making decisions this way. It's a practice. It's not a shortcut. It's not a one-time thing. You'll be doing this for the rest of your life. That's what successful people are doing. They are continuing to work on themselves constantly. Constantly. Number two was the belief. And you won't believe that any of this is possible for you if you don't open your mind. And so you got to stop lying to yourself and scamming yourself by saying you want X, but you don't show up. You have to show up. You got to back that up with action. You got to make those uncomfortable decisions. You got to do the actions you don't want to do sometimes. Like if we can only do what we wanted to do that felt good and then become successful, everybody would be doing that, people. There's a reason why that isn't happening. Is because, again, the law of polarity. There's a duality. There are going to be things that we don't want to do, but we got to do them. There's going to be things that we're uncomfortable uh, with doing. We got to do them anyway. Again, if you were where you wanted to be, would you do that? Think about it. If money wasn't the issue, would you do it? You would do it. So, listen. It's not an opinion. You can prove this to yourself. You got to be open-minded. You can't be just hoping and wishing. You can't be believing that someone is going to do the work for you. You can't be sitting there thinking God's going to just come down and he's going to put the food in your refrigerator. He's going to put the money in your bank account. He's going to, no, you got to do that. He's given you everything you need already. That's the crazy part about life. We already have everything we need to be successful. You've got the mind. And the more you understand your mind, the more you're going to be able to do. And it starts with just being open-minded to that idea alone. That you already have everything you need to be successful. You have the answers already. The question is, are you executing? Are you applying them? Do you truly believe? What does your behavior say? You got to call yourself out on that. And number three 
You got to think your own truth as you move toward through this journey. You got to hold the truth in your mind, regardless of the appearances. You got to do things in a certain way. Doing things that everybody else is doing is not going to get you the result. It's how you do them that gets you the result. It's the energy behind what you do that gets the result. It's the attitude behind what you do and how you show up in your life that gets you the results, not the actual thing. There are plenty of people doing exactly the same thing you're doing right now, and they're getting better results than you. Why? Because of the energy, the attitude, and how they show up. That's the difference maker. It's what they are focusing on in their mind. And a practical exercise is to leave people better off than you found them. This is why I'm saying trying to focus on getting all this money instead of focusing on who you are becoming is a mistake. You need to focus on changing yourself inside. The money will come. It's not going anywhere. The money is always here, but you do not know how long you will be here. So why not just get around to changing who you are inside so you can get to where you want to go? Why not practice becoming this person and acting in a certain way? Being better than you were yesterday. That's another example of that. So you got to hold the truth in your mind regardless of the appearances. You really do. Success is really simple. But we complicate it if we don't understand the three lessons I just went over today. That's where we start to complicate it. Okay? So you want to keep it simple by following these three lessons. Number one, get and feed your mind the food that it needs to thrive. Stop wasting your mind on things that are negative. Things that provide no value. Okay? You got to get new ideas. You got to get new seeds to plant in the garden of your mind. Are you still thinking about what you want? Are you still visualizing it? Do you see it? Do you see it? Remember, I told you, you got to keep practicing. Number two, you got to be open-minded enough to believe that it's possible to have what you want. And you prove that to yourself by the, your decision-making, the way you show up, and what you're doing every day. And number three, you got to hold it in your mind. Are you holding what you want in your mind? Are you replaying it? You are a director. Keep playing the movie of what you want in your mind. Keep playing it. Don't throw the movie out. Don't allow what's happening on the outside to make you scrap the project. Hold that project in your mind. Hold the movie in your mind. Keep replaying it over and over and over again. Keep replaying it. Keep replaying it. Don't stop. And practice it. All right. Again, you can get the copies of those books. Uh, Power of Awareness, Think and Go Rich, and The Science of Getting Rich uh, in my YouTube description. That's where the links are located. So you'd have to go over to my YouTube channel if you, if you haven't already and get the books there. Also, I also stated that because you guys have been asking for many months now for a physical copy of the journal, okay, the Purpose Con Conscious Journal here, this is the journal that me and my clients are using every day, 
to write down our purpose in life, our goal, who we are becoming, what we're doing the next day, our gratitude list. This is what keeps us focused. This is simple. And we use it every day. So if you want to get a copy of that physical uh, journal, you'll have to go to the link in my bio uh, and get it there. And if you're on YouTube, it would actually be in the YouTube description. All righty. That was some good lessons. Let's see what you guys have to say today about all this. Let's bring you guys up on the screen. All right. Let's see here. Am I rich? I am in different areas of my life. I am. Now I'm still becoming rich when it comes to my finances. Um, but as far as my relationships, uh, as far as my personal growth, as far as my career, my life, I'm absolutely rich. I get to wake up every morning and do what I want. That's like success there. Like this is, didn't happen overnight, of course. But I get to wake up every morning. I get to do a podcast I want to do. I get to create content and put it on TikTok because that's what I want to do. I get to have calls with people every day who are looking for my mentorship and help because I want to do that. And I'm coaching people every single day and helping them live their purpose, unlock their potential and manifest what they want because I want to do that. And I do that every day. So yeah, I would say I'm pretty rich because I get to do what I want. And I say that not to brag. I say that because that's what you should be saying, saying about yourself. There's no limit to what we can do. I'm just starting. Like this is, this is not, this is, I'm barely even tapping into what I could do in this lifetime. Like this is like, this is not even the first quarter. This is warm ups. Right? Like our potential, there's no limit. So whether you're a person who has a lot of money or you're not, that's not the one measure that really contributes to if you're successful or not. The true measure is, can you answer the question, when you wake up in the morning, are you really doing what you want to do? I think that's a true measure of our success. Uh, Winterbear807 said, are you Love of Earth Co.'s boyfriend? I'm her husband. Uh, let's see here. Anything is possible. Uh, I, I read what the book was. The Power of Awareness. Let's see here. Yep, doing over waiting. That should be on a t-shirt. Do over waiting. You know what? I'm going to tweet that out. That's really good, Jennifer. 
Love it. That's a great little quote there. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, if you want to go back and re-listen to this, you can go over to the YouTube channel. Uh, let's see. Create your own reality. Yes, increases sales. Yeah, it does. Learn how to say yes. Thank you for the compliments. Appreciate it. We can be, do, and have whatever we desire. If I have the belief that I'm always safe, would I not be able to sense danger? Uh, no, I think you're thinking too much into it. Uh, you're a very intelligent individual. If you were in danger, I'm sure you would be able to sense that through your intuition. I love listening to you. You're very knowledgeable and inspiring. Thank you. So how do we end this? Uh, let me say it this way. I appreciate every one of your guys' comments. One of the biggest things that I'd like to really point out to you guys is the application, the execution. And as Napoleon Hill stated, knowledge is only a potential power. It only becomes power when we organize it into a plan of action and we apply that to a clearly defined goal. What's your goal? What is your plan of action to apply what I've gone over today? Now, I've given you one action you could be taking is to practice replaying the movie in your mind. Even when you're talking, you could be doing this. I'm talking to you right now, and I'm holding the image of what I want to happen in my mind right now. You could do the same thing. It's a practice. And the more you practice it, the easier it's going to show up, the more detailed it's going to become, and the more it's going to dominate your mind. But you got to start wherever you are right now and keep going. All right, this has been the Devore Darkens Live podcast. Again, as a reminder, if you want to go back and listen to this because you may have uh, showed up during the middle of this podcast, go to the YouTube channel. Go to the YouTube channel, Devore Darkens, and it's going to be sitting right there for you, for you to listen. Also, these podcasts are uploaded to Apple, Amazon, and Apple, or Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Amazon Podcast. <laughs> also, if you haven't joined the community, I don't know what you're doing. So I'm speaking to people who are not my clients. We have a free community. I'm dropping gems in there every single day. I've made that commitment that every single day I'm going to be dropping knowledge, tips, things that you could be doing to manifest more in your life, to live your purpose. Really tap into the power of your mind and get what you want. Um, so if you haven't done that either, again, the link is in the bio and it's in the YouTube description. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. Have a wonderful day. Take care. And we'll, we'll see you tomorrow.